I've just come across an article that I'm pretty sure some of you who are not feeling so at home in the role of a homeschool teacher might really appreciate. The article appeared in National Geographic Online magazine, and its title is Forget About Homeschooling During the Pandemic. Teach Life Skills Instead. The overarching purpose of the article in National Geographic is to, is to absolve parents of guilt for not being great at replicating school in their home when none of us have been prepared, uh, been trained, and none have the necessary resources. It's basically a mission impossible situation for a number of reasons which I'm sure you do not need me to list. I'll just share with you that social-emotional learning and life skills are, in my experience, inseparable, which is why I'm going to quickly share gems from the article as well as some insights that the article triggered for me. Learning is the most natural thing in the world for kids when their natural interest is kindled. Academics don't always accomplish that goal of naturally kindling interest, as you may have noticed recently. <laughs> so the article that I'm referring to in this episode suggests that instead of trying to force academics, think about what you are set up to do with your kids to continue their constructive learning experiences during this time of quarantine. What do you know a lot about, or what would you and your kid like to learn about together? Maybe something that your child's teachers couldn't teach, but something that was life-enriching and has a life-enriching value, even if it doesn't pass the purely academic criteria. Whatever. Consider using this incredible time to teach life skills. According to the article, parents nationwide are embracing this concept of teaching life skills. A dad and his 13-year-old son in Connecticut are no longer spending the major portion of their days fighting the get-your-homework-and-schoolwork-done battle. Instead, they have a new priority, one with meaning for both of them, and one that develops some immeasurably valuable life skills and wonderful memories like pay and, and uh, wonderful life skills like patience, attention to precision and details, dealing with frustration and collaborative problem solving. Plus, they're getting all of those good memories built up. So um, what are they doing? They're working together on rebuilding a 1972 MGB car engine. So at the end of all of this, they're going to have a really cool card that, uh, when their project is finished. And it turns out that that boy has actually recently chosen auto mechanics for an elective class at his high school next fall. His parents feel like that's a decision totally based upon this quality time that he's had with his dad. Silver lining. And then there are the two young sons of a mom in Texas who are learning to grow their own veggies by dealing with all the seedy, composty, weedy details of that noble endeavor in their backyard. And they're starting to enjoy the results of their labels at mealtimes while they're learning about the money they're saving, while they're reducing their dependency on outside sources for their nutrition, 
How awesome is that for life skills and life advantages? Their mom feels that providing this kind of learning uh, during the quarantine is changing her parenting for the better, which in turn is changing their family dynamic for the better. Much better. More silver linings. This article does not paint an everything-is-perfect kind of a picture you'll be relieved to know, because we all know that sooner or later, resistance is many kids' middle name. This is the point at at which we must not get into a battle of the wills, because that is a game that nobody wins ever. I'm sure you don't need me to tell you that. Ellen Galinsky, author of the highly respected book, Mind in the Making, The Seven Essential Life Skills Every Child Needs, is referenced throughout the article, and she suggests that when kids are resistant to engaging with what interests you, then it's time to switch over to your child's interests, because those two can provide plenty of opportunities for constructive learning of essential life skills. And I'm not just referring to doer or maker type life skills, though of course those are valuable and and definitely enjoyed by kids. I'm also wanting to remind you about the deeper levels of life skills that you are in the best position to impart. I'm talking about the deeper life skills of critical thinking, of collaborative problem solving, of perspective taking, communication skills, growth mindset, These are the life skills that provide major advantages in life. These are life life satisfaction skills. These are relationship nurturing skills. These life skills align with and perfectly support social-emotional learning. The good thing to know, because actually when you have these life skills, then you have more confidence and self-respect And self-respect is a really strong platform upon which interactions happen that are more satisfying for everyone based on consideration and listening and kindness and cooperation and all of those good, good qualities of social-emotional learning. The good thing to know about these life skills is that they can be nurtured in kids during any activity that you're sharing with them mainly by modeling or with the aid of questions or sometimes just by simple observations if your observations don't feel too lectury because we all know what a landmine lectures can turn into. What life skills can we model? Well, for example, perseverance, sticking with a challenge and trying different approaches to solving problems, like that dad is probably doing with his 13-year-old son while they're working on rebuilding that car engine. Dealing with frustration, being honest about our feelings of not getting something right, but maintaining a relatively balanced emotional response to the setbacks we're experiencing. Another life skill we can model for our kids is patience. Maybe just even waiting in line at the grocery store behind a slow clerk without complaining or huffing and puffing. And as suggested by my friend Joan Polson, modeling gratitude, not only with thank yous as appropriate, but also recalling an event or gift after some time has passed and then expressing 
in an authentic way, renewed appreciation. Doesn't have to be all flowery words and mushy emotions, just needs to be natural and real, which how, is how modeling has the greatest influence, as we all know. What life skills can we evoke? Critical thinking is a big one. Maybe we're watching a movie or a commercial and you notice a falsehood or shabby logic. Call it out. Mention it or even just casually question it. What? How can that make sense? Communication is another life skill that we can evoke from our children by extending conversations, introducing related but different concepts and new vocabulary words into, in order to challenge and expand thinking processes. And we all need to be reminded, I'm sure, that a major part of communication is listening, really listening, when children are talking to us. We put down everything, stopping everything, and really listen. You know, it's not like we're going to give up half an hour, most likely. You know, kids just have something to share with us, and maybe it's a minute, maybe it's two, maybe it's a whole five minutes. But if they have all of our attention instead of part of our attention, there's, there's a different impact there, a different value, a different life skill, a different nourishment to their sense of self. The important thing here is to engage and connect with our kids so their learning is meaningful, whether it's around your interests or theirs. If your kid loves video games, then what kind of effect do you imagine it will have on your relationship and the memories you two get to have around this time spent together if you play video games with him or with her rather than poo-pooing those games? This is one of those times when I am so not lecturing you because I'm pretty sure that I did not always have the right mindset to make the happy, memory-making choices back when my kids were little. Of course, there was a lot of love in our family, and there is now. But there are many memories that did not get made because I was so busy with what I thought was important stuff to do, do, and do some more, prioritizing the homework for lessons that had no real meaning for them, lessons that are long forgotten. Schooling is important, of course. We are so fortunate to have access to it and so grateful for dedicated teachers who handle challenges on a daily basis that are overwhelming to most of us. But let's remember that education is more than what we find in books, especially when any facts on any subject are readily available with a quick Internet search. Education must also be how we interact with information. And interacting with information mindfully, consciously, respectfully, carefully, strategically is a life skill that we unteachers can model and evoke from our kids every day of these stay-at-home times. Okay? Does that make sense? I hope so. We will get through this so long as we remember and nurture what really matters. (music) 
If you'd like to access some great ideas from National Geographic for activities during this stay-at-home time, check out the links I've included in the show's notes. Thanks for being here. And would you please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already? It really actually helps to make us more visible for others who are looking for quality information and actionable ideas devoted to kids' social-emotional learning and life skills development. Thanks for being here. See you next time.